guys? Our wrestling podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious along with Justice Whole Package and Cuz bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from diehards sharing opinions with you. Today's topic Stone Cold Steve Austin 1997. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast, or watch no. our videos on YouTube at our wrestling Don't. channel. Don't on social media, Jess would love you so much if you gave him yeah. a follow on Instagram no. or Twitter at OWB2019. Listen to on Kevin Facebook and Rogers Raw's wrestling recap. podcast. Well, they're better. Or the podcast yeah, better. where they don't think Randy Orton is worthy of a uh, Hall of Fame induction. Yeah, let's do that. Why don't you follow people that don't make any <laughs> sense? How about that? Wrestling I don't I, uh, First of all, wow. Um, Wow. Did you just look at the three of us? For the original three. Because oh, yeah. he's right in the rest of us around. Because <laughs> makes up too many songs that I did not say. Uh, it's the three. It's the original three right now. Because yep. it's just yeah. Dave. Uh, and maybe oh, you have a off. Shocker. In 2022. Uh, it's uh, it's crazy right now. And we're going to do. Uh, because probably got super excited when you saw this topic. Stone Cold oh, T yeah. Boss in 1997. Which, I, you oh, know. Which- my I would say business wise, 98, 99 obviously were meteoric years for him, but 1997, the whole so, year in its totality. Oh, yeah, I dropped that shit on you. Totality. Uh, from, from January to December of 97 was to me, and tell me if I'm wrong or you guys disagree, probably the most important influential year in Austin's oh, yeah. career. Uh, yeah, you can argue it's, it's the it's the bedrock. It's the foundation. We're, we're going to start out. You know, a lot of shit that happened in '96 also contributed. I'm not suggesting that because there's a particular promo that happened in '96 that Dave will read a little bit. Mm. Uh, but I'm I'm saying they kind of figured him out in '97, and he figured out how to wow. present himself. Uh, there was an unfortunate incident that we'll get to that happened in '97 that actually ended up making him even bigger. They were well, figuring we out the rest of the card. NWO was on fire here. Uh, NWO was like the number one thing. WCW was number one and kind of beating the shit out of him in 97. And Austin was like this bright light. Like it, you would watch the rest of the product and you would watch, you could see Vince struggling to figure out what worked. But then every segment that Austin was in in 97, you're like, that fucking works. Like that is, that's the guy. Like he got, he came up with his music at the end of 96, the don't, 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 they put the glass what? on it. Like it just, everything kind of fell into place in 97. It's a, uh, it's a historic. When you hear the Dave. glass, it's your ass. Well done. Austin's rise started to begin in 1996 at the King of the Ring, where he won the tournament by defeating Jake the Snake Roberts. At the time, Roberts was portraying a born again Christian, which inspired Austin to ad lib a famous promo during his coronation as King of the Ring, mocking Roberts' religious faith and proclaiming the now iconic phrase. Uh, Austin 316 says what? Talk about your psalms. Talk about John 316. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Come on, that's not necessary. All he's got to do is go buy him a cheap bottle of Thunderbird and try to dig back some of that courage he had in his prime. As the king of the ring, I'm serving notice to every one of the WWF superstars. I don't give a damn what they are. They're all on the list. And that's Stone Cold's list. And I'm fixing to start running through all of them. What was it that he, because in the Savio Vega match, in the King of Ring match earlier, he bit his tongue, went to the hospital. It was Mark, it was Mark Merrill. Or Mark Merrill, yeah, you're right. 
Yeah. And then he came back and like I think PSA he gets stitches in his bottom lip. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's like, "Hey, uh, you know, you're you're up next or whatever. You're gonna cut a promo after you win." And uh, he's like, "Well, what did Jake say?" And they said, "Oh, you know, he said this, this, and that." He's like, "All right, Bible, three sixteen. Like he was figuring out, I guess, as as soon as he got yeah. back." And do you remember an interview on, on his podcast? Austin said that in his yeah, mind, right. he's like, "I gotta get in. I have to get in my new catchphrase." Oh, because Stone Cold said so. So, so, so like so, in his yeah, mind, that, that, that was gonna get it over. But when he cut the 316 promo and the crowd popped, he didn't know it yet. Like, I mean, he knew the crowd cheered, yeah. but in his mind, he's like, say Stone Cold says so. Say Stone Cold. Because he, that, oh, yeah. he wanted that to be his catchphrase. So when he came back, he's like, yes, <laughs> I got the, because Stone Cold said so. And they're like, no, you said the thing about Austin 316. And then they said, literally the next night on Raw, you saw Austin Dude, 316. all the signs. Yep. 316 signs were everywhere. Oh, man. Yeah. Yep. So oh, what a great time. Yep. Uh, Austin's win and rise to start proved to be an unexpected stroke of luck. Hunter Hearst Hemsley was originally scheduled to win that tournament, the King of the Ring, but plans changed as he was punished for taking part in the curtain call incident. Um, just to touch on it briefly, Sean's champion. Can't punish him. The other two left. Can't punish them. Oh, Vince, you can't punish me. So Triple H takes the fall for all of that, by the way. And um, guess what? He's running the company now. So yeah. he's got the last laugh now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, Vince, that's what you get. This is my master plan Vince? for 20 years. This plan all learn along. Yep. Shit and <laughs> you out. I recorded all those. <laughs> Hush money. Yeah, what did he say? His, he said he remembered Vince Vince pulled him aside and just said, uh, you're going to have to learn how to eat shit and like it. Yeah. Because I have mm-hmm. to show the boys that you can't do what you did. And like he's like, all right. Like, fine. Sounds good. One you know, day I'll stay, marry I, your daughter. He said, and I'll he said the company. same thing to him when Vince had to step down. Vince, you're gonna have one to day I'll marry your daughter <laughs> and take your <laughs> hey, company. Hey, Vince, um, you're going to have to eat yeah. shit till you die because I run this yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, it's terrible. That's no, all good. Oh, this guy Austin 316 ultimately became one of the most popular catchphrases in w, I'm sorry, in wrestling history and one of the best-selling exactly. t-shirts in WWE merchandise history. They're still selling them today. Oh, yeah. And people don't, those kids don't even know what it means. WWE history would would have you believe Austin launched into superstardom right after this famous Austin three sixteen promo. However, that isn't exactly what happened. Uh, you know, you uh, can always tell a non or you know, and again, you can't help when you're born and when you become they're a like three sixteen, bro. And then it I'm was your on your fan. But if you if you look at all the WWE documentaries, it's like Austin three sixteen interview was cut, and then off and to the races, off to the races. They struggled oh. with him. Austin wins the King of the Ring. He wasn't even on the SummerSlam main card, which was their next big no. pay-per-view there in 96. He beat Yokozuna in the free-for-all, which was like a dark yeah. match, basically, is what it was like back yeah. in the day. So, like, they didn't know what to do with him yet until Dave's going to read on here about who asked him uh, to come oh, back when there was when he a, came there back. Was a gentle, there was a very gentle man by the name of Brett the Hitman Hart who said, um, I'm going to wrestle that guy. So, so Austin would be in limbo until Survivor Series 96. When Bret Hart hand selected him, some of the best promos. He is right opponent at the pay per view there. I well, I'm glad you said that because when promos. I did this episode, when I did this episode, mm-hmm. I was hoping you were going to be on because you always talk about those promos. Oh, yeah. Talk about uh, the fence, the dogs barking, like yep, all this the different black and shit. White. It was Ooh, like that. It was WC. It was NWO. It was NWO. Yeah, and, but you didn't. It, you. Well, I never not, once but. thought Austin was copying him by the by, copying no. the NWO. No, you never thought that. You just saw WWF finally catch up. When I saw those promos, I'll let you talk about it. Yes. But I mean, like, when I saw those promos, I finally felt like, finally, they're fucking catching up. As a fan, I was like, finally, they're figuring out how to be cool like the other channel. Like, you know. 
Pink tights. What the hell is that all about, this ain't no ballet class. Sunglasses and sparklers. What a load of crap. So, Brett, you're coming back to continue a legacy? Uh -uh. Stone Cold's gonna make your comeback a living hell. You, know, you can start begging for some mercy you right will now. Beg for you're mercy. You're not gonna find it. I think you're completely pathetic. You're the best there is, was, and ever will be. Whatever. Son, you're looking at the best there Austin is. Austin 316. Oh, Brett, the whole world knows that you quit because you lost to Shawn Michaels. The pretty boy. The boy toy. Kicked your ass back to Canada. You couldn't face yourself, and you damn sure couldn't face your man. Ran away in shame. It just made him more like it. It was like raw and gritty, and it made him more real. Like you actually believed like that was him. Like you actually believed like that he hated Brett. That he might <laughs> like, that he know? hated Brett. That he could be literally just standing in, a, in an alleyway with dogs barking right next to him as he's just sitting there up against the brick wall in his vest and jean pants and talking about like I'm gonna kick your pink and black ass all around that arena. And then it's so good. The best, the best line, as serious and as raw as it was, the best line is still. He's all you got beat by Shawn Michaels, the pretty boy, the sexy boy. I ain't no sexy boy. Like <laughs> with the ominous I music, ain't no sexy and, boy. And the more famous line too that everyone plays now, like all the documentaries. It's like if you put an S in front of Hitman, mm -hmm. you have my exact opinion of Bret Hart. Like it's so fucking yeah. good. <laughs> and again, you would only saw that grit on the other channel with the NWO. And, yeah. But then you got to see this guy that was talking shit on Bret Hart. Like what? Best, like, yeah, yeah Bret was a face ever. when he came back. And yeah, if Bret didn't say like, you know, I really like Austin, who had already proved himself. Like we talked about numerous times. Dave and I did uh, the Hidden Gems, the King of the Ring 97. We're going to talk about that with Sean and uh, and um, uh, Austin how good that match was and how people forgot yeah. about it. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's because of the fact that like Brett put him on the map, Brett just said, yeah. I really, I really like him so earlier in 96 after Sean won the Austin. title, they, they had Austin do the tour around the horn on the house shows uh, with Sean and they tore the house down every time. They just didn't know what Austin's character was before the Austin 316 promo. They didn't know what Austin's right character was going to be. <laughs> so now Brett brings him out on TV going, dude, you for the past year, this guy's been tearing the house down with Sean. How do you not fucking see that Austin's super yeah. talented? And this is before he gets dropped on his head. Austin was a fucking yeah. really good wrestler. He really is. good. I mean, he was. There, there, yeah. numerous people in WCW were like, this Steve Austin guy's fucking good. Like, he's really good. He understands. That's he always looked a little awkward when he would move in there, but that was Austin's flavor. It was just the way, that but was his timing was always fucking good. Oh, Steve yeah. Austin was excellent. And the fact that we got to see Austin with Brett when Steve was healthy still before the unfortunate incident that Dave will talk about is all gold. I mean, yeah. Sean oh, versus yeah. Austin at King of the Ring. Brett, you know, Dave will, uh, yeah. Dave just started talking about the Survivor Series. Go ahead. I know we're not even into 97 yet, but all yeah, we haven't even so started. Good. Well, here, here, here's how it starts. Austin is still in the show at the 1997 Royal Rumble in January. He would clear the ring and wait for the next competitor by sitting on the top oh, rope yeah. and pretending to look at his wristwatch. Like right behind Dave. I, again, there's a lot of people actually like remember the year that uh, Diesel like stole the Royal Rumble like he eliminated a bunch of people and uh, I think it was 94 or 95 or something like that I think it was 94 yeah. and it was 94 and uh, there's always a star every year at the Rumble and this was Austin's fucking year like mm -hmm. because again they were working with him he was feuding with Brett and I'll never forget when he sat up on the rope yep. and he looked at his yep. wristwatch the whole fucking crowd laughed and I'm like oh my god like this guy is oh, over like, he's and, over yeah. he's so over. Yeah, uh, he was just getting—he was getting there. 
by himself again. Stone Cold Steve Austin. And you got to give credit where it's due. You may not like Stone Cold, you may not like his attitude, but Austin is a competitor. Well, these 60,000 plus fans, I'm assuming, appreciate Austin's uh, intensity. They certainly do not appreciate his attitude. Austin would win the Rumble even though Bret Hart eliminated him. It wasn't counted because the referees were breaking up a fight on uh, the opposite side of the ring when the elimination had actually happened. Austin would compete, also compete in the final four in your house pay-per-view, to, but failed to capture the WWF World Championship belt there. He would continue his feud with Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13, where he would pass out, you know, kayfabe, due to blood loss in a submission match, thus causing him to lose. However, he showed so much heart and determination during the match, the crowd began to cheer for him there. This is considered to be, by many, the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. Maybe. I will even take it a step further. Great, One of the greatest matches of all time. Uh, it's a rare five-star match here at this time. You, you can't, Shamrock as the referee, everything like made it. Like, well, I, I, know, it, I know it's even, been talked even, about. Even, Mel death, even Meltzer just gives it a five-star match in WWEF at this time. That was not common at all. No. Right. And uh, he'd always been Meltzer had always been kind of a fan of Brett and Austin, especially, by the way. And, and like, sure. you know, when you finally get like this golden opportunity, two, I mean, yeah. I God, you know, you can go back to this match now today in 2022 and be like, what a fucking match. Like, yeah, it's because it's violent and like they mm -hmm. hate each other. Oh, you you think they hate each other. Yeah. And they were just it was so They're good, so good and, and everything was good. The spots in it. I mean. The double heel turn, it's been tried many oh, times, or the, the 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 double turn, the face, you know, they turned Brett heel and Austin face. They tried it before with Demolition of Powers of Pain, didn't really work out well. And, you know, like, just they it just hit with this. Everything they did in this feud, and especially this match, I know it's been talked about to death, but I can't talk about yeah. what this meant to Austin's career. It turned him fucking face, even in a losing effort. It turned him face and his T-shirt where he had his blood when he was trying to get up from the sharpshooter with the blood oh, yeah. became iconic. That that I mean, look of him. Just you, you uh, talk about something. This, this is the double heel turn. Uh, the, I'm sorry, the double turn. The double right? turn. Yeah, where it's Brett turned turn, heel yep. and then Austin turned face, and they still didn't know what to do with Austin. They just knew we've got to do something with him. We don't know what. And because you know, because the crowd is clamoring for him. Yeah. I remember, I remember living through this. And when Craig and I, Craig was, I think Craig and Joe came over for WrestleMania 13 to my house. And I remember Craig looking at me, and after that that match, and Craig was like, "I don't know if I've ever seen a better match." And I was like, "I don't, I don't think I have either." And we were just confused. We were both looking at each other, going like, "Was that the greatest match we've ever seen?" We're back in the Corral area at Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> I mean, he's had some great matches with the likes of Benoit and Angle and, and Jericho. That is and true. Guys. No, that is that's a. Uh, I mean, you know, but you're right. You're but, right. With but this that's is like the point. combination of everything, though: the character work, the the storyline, the feud between Brett and, and Austin, and then you know you throw Ken Shamrock in there. He he might be an afterthought in it, but you know he did his part. Everything 
it was like perfect. I'll never forget. Steve, if you do not answer, I'll be yeah. forced to ring the yeah. bell. Like when he's like, <laughs> but then just the, the fact that he had to like grab Brett off, like that, like kind of shit right there too. Like the ref having, like, you know, Shamrock having to kind of almost suplexing him off of Austin to get him off of him. Like, yeah, and then man. Brett like, stood up and then like cowered out and like and just stuff. went out yeah. through the middle ropes and yeah, so all like coward, like, yeah, see, all good. Because yeah. if it was a regular referee, Brett would have pushed, you know, so that yeah. it, it actually Shamrock added to that dynamic right there where it was like, whoa, I'm not going to step up to Shamrock, you know, I'm going to be yeah. a cowardly heel. So, yeah, it's, you look I know like Goldberg. It's, been, it's been talked about to death, but if there's any match that people have talked about to death and I, I'll still say, just go and watch it again. If you've watched it a million oh, I'm, times, I'm watching it watch it for a million to one. If you've never watched it, it, you're crazy. If you've never watched it, you're crazy. I don't know how you haven't watched the match, but yeah, well, it's uh, and yeah. <laughs> this this started the the march, and then what Dave will read on going on from there, like it's just everything, just the, the ferry on the Sunday, like it's just after fucking nuts. Yeah. Then it was after the races. Yeah. Yeah. On a June episode of Raw, Shawn Michaels would team with Austin and win the WWF Tag Team Championships from the Bulldog and Owen Hart. Michaels and Austin were portrayed as the odd couple team, not liking one another. I don't think people understand what the odd couple is, but... No, it was a very dated reference, but Dave and I covered it, like I said earlier, in the archives. Hidden Gems, uh, Steve Austin versus uh, Shawn Michaels, King of Ring 97. Really fucking good match. Again, for you, another, uh, for you, know. you young, for you young kids, just um, think about when you went to college and had to share a dorm room with someone. Yeah, that's the odd couple. Dude Love would soon replace Michaels and hold the tag titles with Austin for a brief period there in the 10-man tag event of In Your House Canadian Stampede on July 6, 1997. That's my birthday. Mm. Austin would get, so you got all my passwords now. Austin would get what? pinned Christ, by Owen Hart. After, I'm just kidding. After a distraction, um, this would allow Austin to set his sights at his first singles gold in the WWF for the Inter- continental championship this is where it gets fun all, all the I, I love all the photos and videos of austin with the the old school ic champions just like behind jess it's oh, so good i love it so good um <clears throat> at SummerSlam 97 wall of austin, austin right would defeat owen hart to win the Stop. wwf intercontinental title however this is where things get a little tough it's, it's hard to watch uh, in a later stage of the match, Owen would accidentally botch a reverse pile driver spot, causing Austin to crash down on top of his head, compressing his neck. Uh, due to a severity of his neck injury, Austin was forced to relinquish both championships, the tag and the intercontinental championships. But he does roll Austin up to win that that title. But I feel like we have to stop here yeah. and talk about this for a second. Like this is this is wild because Owen knows he hurt him. Obviously, he feels bad. And it's he weird that, he, you know, yeah. in 2022, you know shit would be stopped quick. This was 1997. So Austin had a fucking awful neck injury at this point. He said, and the I ref's just stalling anything. for time. Uh, Owen's stalling for time. You see Owen look at the ref, and Owen's face turned ghost white because he's like, I fucking hurt him bad. And you saw Owen's face go, fuck. 
So Owen's trying to like dick with the crowd and walk around the ring while the ref's mm-hmm. trying to get Austin up. Then the ref communicates with with Owen like roll up, and then you see Owen just fucking on purpose kind of roll back into Austin, and then Austin was you could tell he couldn't feel his fucking He's limbs. Like, Austin somehow, and Austin now, and Austin driving. No, take it out. And he like just, he, yeah, he rolled to... him up and then pinned him in the in a, in a pin that a baby could have gotten out of. But like they, yeah. The, and then the match was Austin wins the Intercontinental title. That was booked, right? So it's so fucking crazy. It exposed the business, but in a way, it launched Austin even further because like you admired his guts. You felt when we watched it live, I felt for him. I was like, oh my god, please, like get up, please, like you knew mm-hmm. Austin was hurt, and you just you knew it was real. There was no. Like, you know, we always talk about today about the media scrum with punk and all that stuff. Is it fake? Are they trying to do like you knew it was real? There was something that happened in this match when he dropped him on his head. You we knew it was real and they were just trying this to get is fucked up. To the like finish. this. Is, yeah, this is weird. Like this is really bad and weird. And uh, and it happened. So, yeah. So, yeah, Austin technically won his first ever WWF singles title here in the Intercontinental Championship. But it was going to be short lived because like soon after they realized like he's really fucking hurt. But they knew that they yeah. had fire with him. So they're like, we can't we can't just take him off TV. Like, he's got something. He went and saw doctors. They're like, he'll wrestle again eventually, but he's got to take time off. He's got to heal. He's got to do this. He really should have surgery. But they were like, no, no. Like, surgery means like a year off. We don't have that time. Like, so it's crazy how nowadays it would be handled way different. Austin would just be off TV for a year at this point, you know today in 2022 but not here they're like well we're gonna figure some shit out like we're gonna figure out how to get this guy back on tv crazy to i'm glad it happened back then not because it was unhealthy but because we never would have gotten austin if he got taken away for a year here can you imagine he would have lost all his momentum to your point if austin was healthy we wouldn't get this next set um which is fantastic on september 22nd of said year the first ever raw to be broadcast from madison square garden McMahon told Austin he wasn't physically cleared to compete, and after several weeks of buildup, Austin delivered his Stone Cold Stunner to McMahon, causing the fans and attendants to go literally ballistic. We'd never the seen that. We'd always known place. Vince as like the the guy that Ventura would make fun of. You look stupid today, McMahon. Ah, whatever, Jesse. Like we knew yeah. kind of through the steroid trial that Vince owned the company, but on storyline, we were never told that. Now Vince finally said, well, I'm just going to start. Uh, I'm going to be like his foil. I'm going to tell people that you can't have him. And then what What do you always want to do when you have a teenage daughter and you meet her boyfriend? I don't like that guy. Guess what she's going to do? She's going to sneak out the window every night and go see that guy because you don't like him. So Vince had the same philosophy. He's like, you know what? Like, if I tell the fans you can't have Austin, they're going to want him even more. And I also appreciate the fact that hell... You can kiss my ass.
before the screw job happened, he was working with Austin and becoming like this villain that we hated because they're like, you yeah. can't tell us we can't see Austin. Austin wants to <clears throat> wrestle. I'll sign whatever document. I'll sign whatever release. Like Austin was all that. And this is like, no, our insurance premiums will go through the roof you. or whatever. Yeah. And it was awesome. Like it was just, these are all interview segments and we're glued to them. 10, 15 mm-hmm. minute some interview segments and TV ever developing his character. Some of the best TV ever, like Cousy said. So and then good. He, he stuns Vince. He had stunned Slaughter before. He stunned Ross. Like he was getting oh, up. I he built up that. to Vince. Yeah, he built up Ew. to Vince. And Vince uh, gave the worst stunner ever. But I mean, it didn't yeah. matter. The fact that he touched Vince finally and they were hinting that Vince was the leader of the company. Austin, Austin Theory gave one of the best at WrestleMania yeah. last year. I'm just saying. So good. Yeah, seriously. Vince. Vince, one of the worst. Um, Austin was actually arrested as part of that storyline. It was sidelined until Survivor Series. However, wow. in the interim, he made several appearances that, that we talked about. Hold on, dude. What? How, what? How one of the first, how the first stunner ever to Vince was one of the worst, and then the last stunner ever to Vince. It was worse than that somehow. <laughs> it was worse than that somehow. Full circle yeah. right there, baby. Bray Wyatt. Yeah, for right. sure. Um, so after, after I'm um, sorry, until Survivor Series, but in that interim, Stone Cold had made several appearances, one being at Bad Blood, where he was involved in the finish of a match between Owen and Farouk. Austin had hit Farouk with the Intercontinental Championship belt while the referee's back was churned, causing Hart to win the match. Austin's motive was to keep Owen as champion, as demonstrated when he interfered in the Hart matches on Raw. Austin would finally be cleared to get back in the ring and defeat Owen Hart properly at Survivor Series of 97 and become a two-time WWF Intercontinental Champion. Austin again. Get into um, and then right after he started the probably the most legendary feud of his career besides Brett, but I'd say mm-hmm. he starts a feud with The Rock, and that was like that's the biggest feud of Austin's career. Like I mean, really, it those is. two, those two, yeah, it's magic. I, I mean, you get you get The Rock and McMahon in hindsight, and The Rock was just period. learning to be a heel here. The Rock was just oh, yeah. figuring it all out. Yeah, it was awesome. Yep. He was ready with the nation. He had already it's, turned it, it's so good. It's seriously, it's like it's like this huge collision that's coming yeah. on. People it forget that up. that Russian on Austin's way up, not only did he win the IC title, but if you ask people right now, they would not remember that. And then, did you know that his first feud as IC champion was against The Rock? People would be like, right. "No, I didn't know that at all." Like, yeah, totally makes sense. So though good. Austin had set his sights on The Rock, who stole Austin's championship belt after Austin suffered a beating. By the nation of domination stablemates that The Rock was currently running, by the way, <laughs> um, in the weeks to come, this is not your family's Rock, just saying. Yeah. Uh, the Rock would begin declaring himself to be the best damn intercontinental champion ever. The Rock kept possession of the championship in, uh, until D-Generation X in your house on December 7th. That is Craig's favorite pay-per-view, I think. Just kidding. 
when Austin defeated him to retain the championship and regain. Well, we talked about that too. That's uh, I talked about that in the rock versus Austin feud episode. And we did review degeneration X and uh, that fucking IC title match. Austin was still not a hundred percent, even though he was cleared to wrestle, he was still learning a new style and he was still hurt. He was never the same. The rock was kind of green here, but like, dude, the Rock got fucking stunned on the hood of the truck. Austin drove his goddamn truck That's down there. Right. Stone Cold Steve Austin is driving his pickup truck right at the ringside. I can't believe it! And there's the Intercontinental Champion. There's a rattlesnake. There's a Tempest FOB. Beverly Spook in the WWF. He backdropped D'Lo Brown into the windshield. And then he stunned The Rock on the hood. And I'll never forget it. I That's one of, I know they had great WrestleMania matches afterwards, whatever, but in my mind, it's burned in my mind, him stunning this is uh, it. Uh, The Rock on the hood it, of the fucking truck. I'll never forget it. It's like they were already having a main event program before yeah. they were the main event. Yeah, like, and they were only doing it for the IC title. how naturally yeah. they gelled together. That's what was yeah. so crazy. Yeah. It's awesome. So Austin used his pickup truck to aid his victory. McMahon ordered him to defend the championship against The Rock the next night on Raw. In an act of defense, or sorry, of defiance, Austin forfeited the championship to The Rock before tossing the belt into the Pescatua. Hope I said that right. That was another River. big thing too. They I wanted mean, that to was huge. Get, unfortunately, they wanted to get rid of the classic belt that you see behind me, and they wanted to introduce a new belt. Um, That's dumb. Shit, sorry. Uh, they want to introduce a new belt, <laughs> so they did a whole thing where Austin's like, "Fine, I do. I forfeit the title." So he forfeits the title to The Rock. But he's like, if you want the belt, you're going to have to fuck come again. And he throws it in the river. It's one of my favorite and scenes. It actually is a, is a very iconic moment. The biggest piece of trash I ever saw. It hurts me to do this, but I really don't give a damn about you or the WWF. So I'll see you a little bit later. Oh, my. No! There goes the belt! And that's the bottom line. Because the 316 cents so. You piece of trash. Let him swim out there and find the damn thing. If he's lucky, he'll find it. If he don't, Maybe he'll drown. I really don't give a damn what he does. 1998 would be another meteoric year for Austin, but 97 may have been his most important and iconic. What do you guys say? I mean, God, like, he ended the year in a feud that people to this day is like one of the great. It's why I got into wrestling, Austin versus Rock. Like, a lot of people will say that. Like, a lot of people, their feud, like, you know. And just. By the way, he's not even a world champion yet. Yeah. No, no, and that's even more important. Like it, again, another trivia that people most people that say the wrestling fans would fail, uh they, they would yeah. not ever guess that how did the how did Austin end 97? Nobody would say against the Rock. Nobody would say that. Like no. they might they that. probably assume it was Michael's. You think the WrestleMania, so. you know, a 15 match, you think uh uh you know all that you you don't think that they started feuding over the IC title, and they did, folks. Like, yeah, it's I don't know, man. It's just crazy. Like every bullet point on this, it's a moment. It's a it's a cra- it's a big moment. Whether it's uh, him beating Jake and then having cutting the Austin, Austin had to run promo. with that football though. Austin ran the plays, yeah. man. Austin no, that's what I'm is, saying. Like, <laughs> you know, I know it. I know it's it's easy to say. Like it, people don't like the sentence I'm about to say. People take for granted. He is one of the greatest wrestlers ever. Like, oh, he there's is. no question. And. Because he understood Austin was such a fucking good wrestler in his prime and before he got injured. And he was, he was so fucking man. good. You know, I, I don't 
people forget it. Like you, his television championship run, his U.S. title run, like he was so good, and uh, people forget it that his mind never left. Yeah, he got dropped on his head, and his physical stuff had to change. But Austin always like was was, was so fucking good. All the like time. he's he's so good, and like I don't. It's easy to say that because everyone's like, "Well, duh, Stone Cold." I'm like, "No, I don't think you oh, realize." Oh, because of like, popularity. They go by popularity. Yeah, what made him great was he is like, he is so fucking good, and that's I yeah. know it sounds so simple to say, but he is so good. I can't say it enough. Like he is just he's probably the greatest wrestler ever, like in the United that, States for better sure. Than that old ass brother. You know? Like, uh, no, I mean Hogan. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, let's, I take him off the list. Fucking what, brother? I want to talk about him. But uh, I mean, Austin, yeah, the, he he did so much, and then what he did with Vince, he had to work closely with the owner of the company. Eventually, I know that's way beyond '97, but like you know, it started here, and just yeah. uh, I'm thinking about hitting you in the head with that frying pan. Yeah, there's so many funny stories. I I did contemplate. Uh, I did '97 because '97 is how many years ago? It is the most important year. Oh, uh, 25. 25. 25 years ago. So this yeah, is the 25th 25. anniversary of that year. Um, that was so pivotal in Austin's career. I almost did Austin 98 because there's a lot of real funny shit, bedpan scene and everything in 98. But I, I ended up wanting to do 97 because it was a 25-year anniversary and because like the stuff that he did here really did set the way, really paved the way. But look uh, how, for... how memorable all these moments are that he created in 96 and 97 and he hasn't even won the title yet and then he yeah. creates even more bigger and bigger moments after that. Like this is that's why he is the best because of all this right here. Just just every bullet point right here is why he's the best. Yeah, best in the world. He's the I best. Can't in the disagree. World. I remember, and we and we missed a couple of those promos that we gotta um gotta sneak in here somehow. Those ones I sent last night with him cutting those promos on Owen Hart, especially the one when he has the uh, the hunting gear on. And he shows good stuff. Uh, no, I'll, yeah, I'll put that in oh, when he's yeah. out. Like I'll yeah, I'll make sure because as soon as you sent those to me, promos. I was like, oh, I'm putting these in like for sure. Great promo work, like there. It just yeah. it's fucking great. Go in. It just shows and that's all he had to do. He was hurt. So they're just like, we're going to bring a camera to your home. What do you want to do? I don't know. I'll figure it out. Like, it's just, it's all good. Yeah. What the hell do you guys want? Um, and more important than that, how the hell did you find out where I was at? We'd like to get your comments on the suspension. You want me to comment on my suspension? You don't look like Jim Ross unless you lost about 200 pounds. You don't look like Vincent Man. If they want some answers, they should have sent someone some authority. Don't be snapping no pictures. I'll take your little lens and shove it. You know what I'm talking about? You ain't got no reason to be here, man. You need to pack up and head back to Stanford, boy. You ain't got no business being here. You damn right. You better stop it. You got anything else to say? Because there ain't no reason you should be here. They says they suspended me. They said I can't wrestle. Now they want to send someone down here on my time, and that's bullshit. In my book. Do you agree with me? This whole year was great. So don't you trip over that step, or I'll kick your ass. Like when the guy. Yeah. You better. <laughs> you so you better not take anything. And when I come back out yeah. here, if anything, if you grabbed anything or anything's missing, I'm gonna whip your ass. Like so funny. Yeah. 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 Hey guys, uh, for audio fans, look, it's OWP. Catch us on all platforms. Or you can watch our videos on YouTube at our wrestling channel. On social media, just hates you. It don't. If you yeah. follow on Instagram or Twitter, that's Let's not talking O-W- about one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Maybe the greatest wrestler O-W-P of all time. OWP 2019. Let's just go. Let's go listen to Rod and Jake talk about how, like, wait a minute, if I ran my own company, this is what we would do. Fucking idiots. Just follow us. The elite would be the EVP for our promotion. And we do it's good stuff, now, by the way. WP twenty nineteen two zero one nine. Huh? Because they're gonna talk over the whole thing every time I bring it up. O W P twenty nineteen. You can find it. It's it easy. Just says no. Don't don't exactly. look. Don't, don't you look dare. for it. 
<laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you fucking dare. Or at Facebook and also at our wrestling podcast. Uh, for Jess, Cuz, and myself, this is the OWP signing the original off. Original three. In uh, anger, uh, you have a good one. Thank you.